0: Hi, this is Crystal and welcome to Streaming of Heaven. This is an extremely important message from the Lord about casting out demons and healing the sick. Now, there are multiple facets to this teaching and as always, I will have the scriptures on the screen for you. Now, before we get into this, I want to set this up with how this teaching physically manifested over the last week. Now, on the 7th of January, I put up a community post asking who had made a comment about vegetables a couple of months ago. Ever since this post, the Holy Spirit kept bringing me back to it. Well, Sister Karen saw the post and contacted me and said, yes, this was me. Now, after what the Lord had shown me the day before this post, I just knew that there was a whole lot more to this and that I needed to go to the sister who was actually given this spoken word. Now, we will get to that topic in my next video, but what led me to this video all stemmed from this conversation. You see, this video that will be coming out shortly about vestibules is extremely complex and i just felt like my mind was really cloudy i could not think clearly and i just could not piece things together i knew that the lord was trying to show me something that was really important but i just was not hearing him properly now having eight little german shepherd puppies has really really put a strain on my time and my sleep so the Lord put it on me to do a fast now every time I have fasted in the past the Lord has really poured out his spirit upon me I can hear him clearly after a fast and those files those filing cabinets that I have inside my mind they all start coming together like this perfectly planned instruction manual. All I can say is that he is so faithful and he has heard my prayers and supplications through fasting. Amen. Now, what does this actually have to do with this teaching, though? Well, one word and that one word is fasting. Now, fasting is one of the most powerful tools us Christians have up our sleeves. It is something that you won't see many pastors or teachers speak of. And it is something that many, many Christians just don't want to do. And I get it because it is really, really hard. We only need to look at stories like in the book of Esther. To see how powerful fasting is. Also, when we have a look um, at when Jesus was being tested in the wilderness um, by Satan, he was fasting. Fasting is so, so powerful. And fasting is something that would be considered a living sacrifice. And Romans 12:1 says that we should be presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice because that is acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. Now, what does fasting have to do, though, with this teaching, which is titled Casting Out Demons and Healing the Sick? Well, let me show you what the Lord has shown me through all of this. So we're going to start off in Matthew, and we're going to be reading chapter 17, verses 14 through to 21. This is um, about Jesus healing a demon-possessed boy. Verse 14. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed at that moment. Verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? Verse 20. He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here or there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now, verse 21. Oh, where is verse 21? The number's there for the verse, but there is no verse 21. Now, as you can see, down the bottom, I have a whole list of modern Bibles. Now, I just read to you from the NIV, which is the new international version. And you can see quite clearly there that verse 21 is missing. Now, verse 21 is also missing from the New Living Translation, the English Standard Version, the Berean Standard Bible, the New American Standard Bible, the Christian Standard Bible, the Contemporary English Version, the Good News Bible, and also the Complete Jewish Bible. Plus, there are many other translations where verse 21 is left completely blank. Now, why would a whole verse be missing out of these modern, contemporary, easy to read Bibles that most people use? Well, let's have a look. So here I have the exact same set of verses, verses 14 through 21, but on here I have the New King James Version. So down the bottom of the screen, I have all the versions that have verse 21 in there. There are a few extras, but these are some of the main ones. So the King James, the New King James, the Young's Literal, the International Standard, the Darby's. Geneva, Jubilees, the Orthodox Jewish Bible, and the Wycliffe Bible. So you will find verse 21 in all these Bibles. Now, I won't read all of this again, but I will read from verse 20. So here, remember that, um, you know, the disciples could not cast out this demon. So the father brought the son to Jesus, and Jesus needed to cast out this demon. So verse 20, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So that's exactly like what we read before. Now, verse 21 is the key, though. It says, However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So these disciples had the power to cast out demons but this one particular type of demon needed to be cast out through prayer and fasting now just before this Jesus had um, just been transfigured so his face was shining which is telltale signs that he had been fasting and this is why he could cast this demon out straight away now Don't forget also that the Pharisees came up to Jesus and they were like, you know, why is it that your disciples don't fast? And Jesus said, you know, there will come a time when they will need to fast when I will no longer be with them. So the disciples had not fasted. And so therefore, they could not cast out these demons. But because Jesus had been fasting, he could. Now, this is extremely, extremely important because like I said, this one particular type of demon needs prayer and fasting. So there is a very good reason why the enemy has tried to hide this, why the enemy has deleted this whole verse out of all the modern Bibles that most Christians today read. Now, As we know, most of these stories go across the different Gospels. So if we read something in Matthew, we'll probably find it in Mark or in Luke or in John. So I thought, okay, well, let's have a look and see whether or not the same story is in the the other Gospels. And if it is, does it then talk about the prayer and fasting? Because if so, then we can go, oh, okay, well, you know what, it's still in there, but it's just not in there twice about how important the prayer and fasting part is. So, I did find the same story. So, let's have a look at where else that is in the Bible now. Now, Mark chapter 9, verse 29 is there in most of the translations of the Bible. However, not the entirety of what needs to be done in casting this particular demon out is there in all versions. So if we have a look at the um, NIV, it says this kind can come out only by prayer. So it doesn't talk about the fasting. The New Living Translation, again, this kind can be cast out only by prayer. The English Standard, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. The Berean, this kind cannot come out except by prayer. Now, if we go down to the King James, it says, this kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. And then the New King James says, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. So the same thing. They are the only two versions, again, out of like all your sort of modern versions, you know, your well-known versions that actually state prayer and and fasting. So practicing what I preach, I thought, okay, I will go and have a look at the original Greek translation to see what words are actually used, to see if both prayer and fasting were actually used in the Greek. Now, as you can see, I've got two screenshots here for you. The first one is the Greek word for prayer. So that is in there. And then the second one is the Greek word for fasting. So the original text said through prayer and fasting. Can you see how the enemy just changes certain things? How many Christians would even know that these particular demons can only Be cast out through prayer and fasting. Not unless you study to show yourself approved. So now that we know this, let's learn about what this particular demon is. So let's reread Matthew 17, verse 15 only. And this is in the KJV. Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. So this particular issue that this boy has, it says he is lunatic. Now, verse 18 says that Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of the child. So, this particular lunatic is known as a type of devil or a type of demon. I just wanted to clarify that and make that very clear. So, we do a word study on this word lunatic. So, it is G4583, Selene Adzame. Now, let's read the description of this Selene Adzame. To be moonstruck. Or lunatic, hence the word "luna." "Luna" means moon. Lunatic. To be epileptic. Epilepsy being supposed to return and increase with the increase of the moon. Then it says underneath this, this meaning is doubtful, as the Greeks knew the Greeks knew nothing of epilepsy. Well, the Bible tells us something very different in this story, doesn't it? Now. If we have a look at the root word of Selene Adsume, it is just Selene. And that is G4582. And this literally means the moon. Now, who is Selene or Selene? I have two pictures on the screen here for you. Selene is a Greek god, and that's little g who is known as the Moon God. This is why this particular demon is called Lunatic, because it is all about Luna and the Moon. Now, Selene or Selene is also known as Artemis or Luna or Phoebe or Cynthia, and she is also the sister of Helios, which is the Sun, or Apollo. So this is all going back to those wandering stars or those celestial bodies who rebelled against the Most High God and followed Satan. This is everything that we have been going over. Everything we've been going over in these shots about the celestial bodies and the mingling of the seeds. It's just absolutely mind-boggling. Now, I thought I'd have a look and see where else this lunatic is used in the Bible. Now, it's only used in a couple of verses. So, it's used again in Matthew 4, verse 24. And his fame went throughout all Syria. So, this is talking about Jesus after him being able to cast out many, many demons. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had palsy, and he healed them. So, of course, thinking about everything we've learned and what's happening at the moment with the abomination of desolation and the mingling of the seeds, the word palsy, stuck out like a sore thumb so let's have a look now at what palsy is i'm going to have to be extremely careful with my words here so i hope that you can all follow along now on the screen on the left hand side i have a couple of screenshots now the injectables are causing certain effects that are causing some major health problems. Now remember, the health problems are from demons. The particular word that we were looking at here was palsy. Now the bell put that with that word palsy. This is what we're talking about. Now, this is from verywellhealth.com. It talks about the trials that were happening. And it says that reports released from the FISA and the M brand show that seven of the trial patients experienced a type of facial paralysis called the palsy with the belt. In the weeks after the inoculation, and then it says that this rare effect, in tandem with three reports of severe allergic reactions, has raised some alarm about the safety of the injectables. So it is a very, very well known side effect. Let's read the next one down. Use of the inactivated intranasal flu shot and the risk of bells and that palsy word. So this isn't just the DIVOC-91, so I'm saying that backwards. It's also about the flu as well. So it says after the introduction of an inactive, sorry, inactivated intranasal flu shot that was used only in Switzerland, 46 cases of the palsy with the bell were reported. We conducted a matched case control study and da 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 da. da. Now, the reason why I've written to be continued is. Because this all ties in with this next teaching that I was talking to you about, about vegetables, So I'm not going to continue on with that, but I wanted to have a look at what this palsy is in Strong's, of course. So it is G3885, paralyticus. Now, this means paralytic or someone suffering from the relaxing of the nerves on one side disabled or weak of limbs let's have a look a little bit more into what this paralyticus is and the root words so to the left here i have what we just went over that first word paralyticus now where you can see where I have the arrows. So, at the bottom of the arrow there, it says root word. So, from a derivative of G3886. So, when we click on that, it is paralyo. Now, paralyo means to loose on one side or from the side, to loose or part things placed side by side, to loosen, dissolve, to weaken, enfeeble suffering from the relaxing of the nerves, unstrung, weak of limb, tottering, weakened, feeble knees. So as you can see here it's all about those nerves, the problems with the nerves which is what causes that ballsy, uh, (laughs) sorry, the palsy with the bell. Now again if we have a look at the next arrow and we have a look at the root word uh, for this paralyo Now we will have a look at the G3089, which is the lio. So that's the end part of the word. Now, what does the lio mean? To loose any person or thing tied or fastened. Bandages of the feet or the shoes of a husband or wife joined together by the bond of marriage. So this is all about uh, a, a bond or a tightening. Now, if we go down to the next one, to loose one bound, to unbind, release from bonds, set free of one bound up, bound with chains, a prisoner, discharged from prison or let go. All of this. So when you are inhabited by these demons, you are bound up in chains. You are a prisoner inside your own body. And the only way to break these chains is for them to be loosed. And the only way that these can be loosed, this particular types of demons is through prayer and fasting. Which is why the enemy has removed that verse about the particular demons only being able to be cast out by prayer and fasting. Now, again, looking at this loosening and these things that abound, what scriptures does this take us to? Well, let's have a look. Matthew sixteen nineteen and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven Matthew 18:18 18, 18, verily I say unto you whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven if we loosen The chains that are keeping people bound here on earth, then they too will be loosed in heaven. We just have to have faith as small as a mustard seed. And from what else we've learned in that missing verse, we need to pray and fast. Do you understand just how important this is? Demons... Are entering into people's temples through the use of sorcery and pharmacia. We have the power to tread on serpents and scorpions, scorpions that have stingers in their tails, which are devils, which are demons. If Satan has not deceived us into taking this pharmacia, then he has deceived us by making us fearful of things like shedding, etc. Or fearful of touching something unclean that will make us unclean. Well, did Jesus touch unclean people? Yes, he did, and he is our perfect example. But he was Jesus, and we're mere humans. Well, let's not forget what Jesus himself said in John 14, verses 12 through 14. Truly, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I am doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. This is the words of Jesus, and he does not go against his word. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Do you understand the power that you have in the name of Jesus? Gosh, I hope you do, and I hope that this message is firing you up right now. Let's read a little bit more about this binding and loosening. Job 38:31. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of the Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? Can you bind the sweet influences of Pleiades? Yes, you can. Can you loose? the bands of Orion? Yes, you can. So what is Orion and Pleiades? These are celestial bodies. I have pictures of them on the screen for you. Just like the moon or Selene or Luna, Tick, they are celestial bodies, the sons of God who rebelled against him those who mingled their seeds with the daughters of men, those who taught the mixing of species, the minglings of the seeds. This is everything we have been learning. I am so in awe right now. Do you understand the power that you have if you loose the powers of the celestial bodies here on earth, then these will be loosed in heaven. If you bind the powers of the celestial bodies here on earth, they too will be bound in heaven. This is what Satan does not want you or me to know. But our Father is so amazing and just as Jesus promised in John 14:26. He will bring this to our remembrance, that we have the power to bruise the head, but Satan only has the power to bruise the heel. Like I said, I really hope that this has got you fired up, because Satan has done such a good job at oppressing us and making us think that we are just mere humans and we have no power. But he who lives in us Is greater than he who is in the world and Satan is the prince of this world but Jesus who lives inside of us is more powerful it is just so amazing it really is now before I finish this up I did mention that this video had multiple facets and here's just another one for you so I was asking the Lord what really is all this pharmacia about? And then he brought something to my remembrance. The enemy is trying to find another way into heaven. They know they can't get in via Jesus, so they are trying to climb over the wall. John 10.1 Truly, truly, I tell you, whoever does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in some other way, is a thief and a robber. Now, we all know that Jesus is the gate, but here we can see that there is another way into heaven. Thieves and robbers can climb up. And what is that way? This is what all this sorcery and pharmacia is all about. The thieves who were breaking into the temples, stealing the crowns, are these same thieves. They are trying to once again ascend into heaven to make war with God. This is what they did back in the days of Babel and this is what they're doing again today. Again, all of these are things that we have been going over and over. Things that the ancient Egyptians knew and left instructions for in their hieroglyphs. Symbols and images that are all over the walls in the Fizzer lobby, and Fizzer is the P brand injectable. This is alchemy, this is sorcery, this is pharmacia and witchcraft. The Egyptian pyramids tell a story too. The pyramids of Giza line up perfectly with Orion's belt, and the Great Sphinx lines up perfectly with the constellation of Leo can you loosen the bands of Orion's belt the main pyramid is also a perfect compass and also that main pyramid has tunnels that are perfectly carved shafts that are going through hundreds of feet of stone pointing directly to the constellations of Orion Ursa Major, Sirius, Draco, and Thuban. There is so much in the heavens that have been hidden from us. And we are told that the stars are there for for signs. Now, going back to there being another way into heaven, what does this mean? Jesus said, I am the way. So how can there be another way? Surely they can't make it. Well, let's read Matthew 22, and we'll read verses 11 to 13. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. And the king said to the servants, bind him hand and foot. Take him away and cast him into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, some people might make it there, but they will be thrown back out if they didn't go through the gate, which is Jesus. The wedding garments must be pure white, they are the fine linen which is the righteousness of the saints, the blameless spotless bride, without spot or wrinkle. Those who make it into heaven another way, other than through the sanctifying work of Jesus Christ, will be thrown into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now in John 8 verse 11, Jesus declared, now go and sin no more. Here he was talking to a woman who he saved from being stoned to death. He told her to go and sin no more because sin is what causes that spot and wrinkle. This is not of the bride romans six twenty three says for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus is who sanctifies us, and what does sanctified mean? well sanctified is g three seven Hagiazzo. Which means to be hallowed, free from guilt or sin, to purify internally, the renewing of the soul, consecrate to God, to separate from profane things. This is born again believers. God says, be holy for I am holy. Hallowed is your name. Repented sins are blotted out. And that is where the grace comes in. Repented does not mean continuing to do something. We cannot live in this hyper grace state and keep sinning. We are told to go and sin no more. The grace that we are given is when we are called and when we repent and turn from our sins. Jesus did not die on the cross for us to continue in our filthy sins. He went so he could send us his Holy Spirit who would make our way straight. So to close this video off, we are going to read Romans 6 and we're going to read verses 15 through 23. What then? Shall we sin? because we are not under the law, but are under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? But God be thanked that, through, that though you were slaves of sin, Yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered, and having been set free from sin, see, we have been set free from sin, you became slaves to righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you are presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, So now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness. And the end, everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. So until the Lord returns, let's pick up our cross daily. Let our bodies be that living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. And now that we know how important that sacrifice is that sacrifice of fasting and how powerful it is so god bless you all until the return of jesus christ may we all have the strength to stand firm against all the powers of the enemy even so come lord jesus amen